Welcome to the Learning Exchange, where L&D and HR professionals can dig deep into the ever-changing landscape of online learning and talent development. Each episode, we'll explore innovations in learning and discuss best practices with special guests from inside and outside the learning world. L&D is evolving, and the Learning Exchange is here to help you keep pace. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Learning Exchange. On this episode, adaptability and flexibility. How are you and your organization equipped for the future? While the world continues to change and evolve all around us, I think for far too long, uh, businesses, for one reason or another, remain stagnant in relation to the people practices. Sure, we've revamped the marketing message. We might have even introduced new products, uh, new services. We may have even just reimagined who we are as a business. But the way that we've managed to avoid applying that same energy to our people practices is finally under the microscope. As much as I hate to keep referring to the pandemic, it did serve as one of the biggest catalysts for change relative to the conversation of people practices and learning and development. As we use our current environment to provide comparison, when we go through a time of reflection, looking at the way things were, it's pretty clear that the the change is here now and not a minute too soon. In almost every conversation that I'm having with colleagues across a wide range of industries, a wide range of geographies, there is one persistent theme in the discussions we have, and that is uh, centered around this question of how can we innovate and revitalize our cultures by opening the conversation in in relation to our people practices. Uh, Most businesses around the globe are actively talking about culture, diversity, talent, uh, development, and even collaboration. While these aren't new topics, the importance they have in the conversation has been substantially elevated to a higher level than I've ever seen before. So what does this mean? Well, in short, in my opinion, it means that the role of learning and development, talent development, and HR have never been more critical to business strategy as we go forward. In the past, it was somewhat easy for businesses to minimize the investment in these particular areas and justify the added expenditure in other parts of the business. Um, As an example, we can spend more on uh, marketing that new thing we've created and less on developing people, less on hiring more people for the engine that develops people. As we navigated the pandemic and began to return to what we are now seeing as the new normal, the conversations very quickly began to pivot toward learning and development. A global conversation about how our learning practices were out of date and uh, sorely needed an update was emerging. And, and then we perhaps realized we maybe weren't equipped with enough resources to execute on the needs as we now see them. So long way around to say, we recognized that the way we were doing it before was not serving the needs of how we must do it now. 
And once we got that all sorted out, we realized, oh, maybe we need more people to, to go forward and execute and deliver. And uh, so right then, it evolved a little further. We started hearing terms like employee engagement, training, and talent development, and employee retention all being used in the same sentences. This is huge. It also continues to illustrate how the role of training or learning and development or talent development continue to evolve and increase in scope. Uh, Now, talent development teams are having active parts in the conversation about employee experience and about company culture. Next, in sort of this journey, we started hearing from the business, getting feedback on the types of changes and improvements that they believe to be critical for the success in navigating all of the change. For many of us, we were blessed to be able to reopen the tech stack conversation and have sorely needed discussions about what was still working for us, what was no longer serving our needs, and what might be able to serve our needs if we revisited how we set it up, maybe reconfiguring some things. And that ultimately led us to a refresh on a variety of fronts. So we now have seen, uh, at this point, we're talking about around 2021, we see new technology coming into businesses, check. We see new talent. Uh, Well, (laughs) new talent, if you can find them, check. And new programs or services or products, let's reinvent ourselves or let's bring something new to the table, check. What I've not heard a lot about in all of these conversations is an acknowledgement of the need to focus on this idea that we are ensuring that our employees are equipped with the skills and the concepts that allow them to be more adaptable and more flexible in life, not just at work. Sure, um, for a couple of years, we have heard upskilling and reskilling relentlessly. This only gets us part of the way to sustainability. This upskilling, reskilling levels up the type of skills our employees use in their day-to-day. But I've seen many instances where the conversation gets a little too narrow in, in a specific skill or process area and doesn't really tackle those broader topics that can lead to greater flexibility and adaptability. And what ends up happening is we build experts with a deep level of knowledge about a specific skill or a specific process that that they need to do. And because we've built up their level of knowledge, there's a confidence that comes with it, which means they can execute flawlessly and quickly. However, if something changes dramatically again, it's going to be really difficult to get them to move out of that deep well of knowledge unless we can equip them with skills that help promote flexible thinking. We've seen a lot of progress made in terms of uh, developing, let's call it more awareness uh, and knowledge around uh, the human-centered topics such as diversity, equity, inclusion, belonging. And, And the more we learn about these, absolutely the more open we become to a wide range of perspectives, experiences, and beliefs. However, we could go a lot further and really enable the workforce 
to become highly flexible and adaptable, and to do so without burning them out. I personally think we're due for another tidal wave of change coming to the workplace. Um, The conversations around the great resignation or the great realignment are starting to stabilize. Uh, I think coming next, the adrenaline from what I'll call that COVID sprint that we've all sort of been in has begun to wear off. And a lot of people are finding themselves just exhausted as the pace slows to a more normal, sustainable cadence. For the last 24 to 36 months, we were all just aligned to this common mission, which is do what you have to do, which means we might be working longer hours. We might've been working in environments that weren't particularly well-equipped or well-suited for our productivity and our success. And we were in a constant state of stress just because of life. Um, Everywhere you turn, there is some topic, some conversation that is conducive to creating stress when we're already tapped out. So in order to sustain this, uh, what I'm... uh, preparing for here with this sort of wave of change, it means that we now have an opportunity to find different ways to connect with our employees to help them navigate with flexible and adaptable thought processes. So figuring out how to take all the tools they have in their toolbox and recognize them for what they are and how they might be able to put them together to solve a lot of different challenges. There are a lot of ways that you can approach this. So just know that there is not one magic method. There's no one size fits all. You have to invest in really knowing and understanding your company culture, knowing your audience and uh, understanding uh, just the landscape, and then find some ways to weave in experiences that feel very natural in the environment. Um, What I mean by that is perhaps don't take such an overt approach, maybe don't launch a uh, large-scale change management training program. Um, Instead, maybe find ways to enact some smaller, more incremental experiences and changes that promote creative thinking, that promote uh, flexible and adaptable thought processes. When we combine the education we've already been delivering and maybe new pieces of education with these experiences that are really designed to help us better digest and internalize the change, I think we might get somewhere. Now, you you may be asking yourself, what are some ways I can promote some flexible thinking or creative and adaptive thinking? Again, a lot of information out there. There's no one-size-fits-all, no one way that's going to be a surefire guarantee but some ideas you could lean into um, that could help promote more flexible ways of thinking. Consider changing things up. Um, It can be really easy to settle into a routine, but when we get too comfortable, just know that complacency is one breath away. And when we move into complacency, uh, innovation ceases, creativity ceases, engagement starts to wane just a bit. So um, it could be as simple as changing the order of the agenda on that weekly call that you participate in. 
Um, it might be running on autopilot. People might be questioning, why do we even have the meeting? The second you change that agenda and you start with the last thing first, um, people are all of a sudden woken up and engaged and they're a little bit off balance, which is a gentle way to nudge the, uh, the brain to get into some flexibility in its thinking processes. Uh, you might look for ways to encourage your employee population to take on new experiences, um, whether it's a new work-related experience, like maybe a new project or a stretch assignment or learning about a new topic they don't know about, um, or personal experiences, like taking a trip somewhere new or learning a new language, maybe even trying a new restaurant once every other month. Um, these smaller things that allow us to break out of our routines, to break out of what we define as our own comfort zone, really do add up. Perhaps uh, find some ways to encourage your workforce to think more creatively. There are a ton of tips and tricks for how you can do this, but really at its core, the intention here is try to help your employees better understand all the tools they already have in their toolbox, like all the skills and the talents they already possess, help them think more creatively about how those things can be repackaged and repurposed to solve new, new problems and bring new solutions to the forefront. Um, my personal favorite is finding ways to encourage people to take the more difficult path. Uh, it, it's human nature to do something once and go, man, that was painful. What can I learn? So it's not that painful the next time I do it. Or better yet, how about I just avoid doing it altogether? Uh, what ends up happening if we just stay on that train of thought is that we, we run into autopilot because we just look for the easy button or the easy path. Now, there is a place for that. It does give us a, a nice break. Uh, when we need to maybe not push as hard, we need to recharge a little bit. So not saying always go to that most difficult path, but think back to a time where you advanced in your level of knowledge and a topic or in, in an experience and how, uh, let's just take it to gaming for a minute. If, you're, if you play games on your phone, um, a lot of the games that we play are built around the notion of levels. And what happens as we level up is we find that it gets a little more difficult. It's not usually just a light switch that turns on and goes from easy to hard. It is a gradual buildup. And at some point, if it were just to stay the same difficulty as level one for the entire duration of the game, you'd probably stop playing because at some point it would become mindless. And you, you're looking for a slight challenge. That's what keeps us coming back. So find ways to leverage that little bit of insight and help your employees find exposure to some of the more difficult paths and then also find some some support to navigate that more difficult path um it's always a good idea to encourage your employees to meet other people new people in the company now your company might be small and it might be very easy to meet everyone and uh, that's the case. And I say challenge this to occur outside of work. But every time we can meet new people, uh, it does a number of things for us. It exposes us to 
new perspectives, new ideas, new experiences that can, it can open up so many new worlds for us. But also uh, for many individuals, it's quite uncomfortable to go and meet someone new for the first time. And so just taking that one small step outside the comfort zone and being successful in that engagement, doing that a few times builds confidence, which then changes how that person engages. And it becomes a little more exciting. It becomes less daunting. And here we can see kind of how that incremental series of of experiences can build up to something much larger that can lead to a more flexible or adaptable way of, of thinking. Um, So uh, there's so many different ways you could approach this topic. The important thing is that you invest the time in exploring how you can fuel the momentum for developing strengths specific to flexibility and adaptability across the entire workforce.